Welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine Podcast, Supplier Voice Edition, with your host, Rico Francis, the president of Club Solutions and Peak Media, and special guest, Dana Milkey, the general manager, North America at EGM. Enjoy. Dana, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Rico. Uh, happy to uh, jump on. Awesome. Um, so let's just jump right into the questions. Uh, first question is, tell us about your personal background and how you got to where you are today with EGM. Sure. Um, so I grew up um, in Ohio, uh, in the Cleveland area. So, um, uh, you know, one of six kids, I have four brothers and a sister. Um, so we were heavily, heavily into sports. Um, you know, the traditional football, basketball, baseball, ran track in high school. So it was a very sports oriented uh, when we were growing up, um, transitioned to, you know, things like rugby in college. And, th- and so I've always been very, um, had a very athletic uh, upbringing, um, got out of college and uh, really started in not into fitness at all, but into um, manufacturing. So early part of my career was really kind of rising up through product marketing, um, operational management, sales and marketing management, uh, into M&A activities um, on the, um, on, with literally global manufacturing companies, you know, Fortune 500 kind of stuff. And it was interesting. I had gotten, um, we had just done this, this race to do this M&A work. Um, and I really had gotten to the point of almost exhaustion and I was like, okay, I need to step back. We're really closely with the company. And they said, hey, look, well, you know, let's help you do that. And I was sitting on the sideline for about a week. Um, and a friend of mine who was a headhunter out here and a recruiter out here in Seattle said, hey, I have an idea for you. Don't laugh. Um, I want you to go meet this guy uh, who's uh, opening and running Gold's Gyms uh, in the air. And I started laughing. I'm like, you know, Rick, I don't know anything about running health clubs, but okay. Um, I love to work out, been working out since I was, you know, 13. Let me go do it. So I walked into Gold's Gym in Redmond, Washington, um, 63,000 square feet, incredibly uh, built, beautiful, um, and just fell in love with the whole aesthetics of it. Met the owner, John Hamilton. He and I had a lot of um, strengths that overlap, but also I could see how I could fit with him and he could see it, you know how he would fit with me and that's what started it. And so I was on the operator side for a number of years. We had three clubs, uh, mainly full service lifestyle um, clubs from between 35,000 and 63,000 square feet. Um, while I was there, I brought ABC Financial in at the time as our uh, billing provider um, and you know, really got to know that team well, Paul Schaller, um, Sean Jameson and those folks really well. Um, and over time with conversations that we continually had, um, finally uh, landed at ABC Financial as a senior vice president of client management, which was an incredible opportunity for me and I'll always be thankful for it. I got to see the best of the best in health clubs across the country um, and really got to learn the business at a different level. Um, from there, I transitioned to, so it was, it was a great experience for me and one um, that I think has been really important for me going forward, I transitioned over to uh, CEO of InTouch Technology, which was kind of the pioneering CRM uh, provider in the space. Um, 
during the time at ABC, I had met John Ford, um, who was, you know, driving force behind NetPulse. John and I stayed uh, connected over that time. He and I live about 15 minutes from each other. So, you know, as vendors and, you know, colleagues and industry friends would do, we'd grab lunch every once in a while. And NetPulse had been acquired by eGym. Um, and, you know, the more he told me about eGym and what eGym was trying to do in the industry, the more intrigued I became. So finally, when um, eGym promoted John to the chief product officer, um, position opened up for me to take over as general manager of North America, and here I am. Awesome. I did not know that about you, so I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't familiar with your career path. So you're a GM of North America. Describe uh, what you do on a day-to-day basis and what's involved. So, um, you know, I, I've always thought my job kind of as a leader is to um, enable my team to be successful. So I spent a lot of time supporting um, not only the sales and marketing, but also the operational parts and components of eGym North America to deliver uh, for our customers. You know, we are manufacturing, we manufacture our smart strength line. Um, we have integration, lots of integrations. We're an open platform. So we have over a hundred partners, including smart cardio with uh, you know, the matrix core, pre-core, life fitness, um, the leading brands there. We also have a digital component um, with our branded member app and our trainer app. Um, so I see my role as making sure that we're well positioned and we have the resources and processes in place to really deliver that next level experience to our customers. Um, and obviously then also working on what is the vision, what's next, what are the things that we don't have that we need to think about? How can we engage with the industry? Right. So I've been around long enough that people recognize my name and kind of know who I am. And um, so it's important for me to also make sure that I'm telling the EGIM story out in the market. Um, but generally, those are the things that I work on day to day. It's a little strategy, um, little enablement, you know, so that we can deliver um, on our promise. Um, and then really educating, helping to educate the North American market on EGIM and our full breadth of capabilities. Speaking of education, that's a great segue. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, you all are a fitness equipment and I would add technology integration company. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could describe um, sort of the main differences between, you know, what you all offer and other equipment vendors, because um, there's really no one who does, that I'm aware of, that, that does or specializes in, in what you do. But if you could describe generally maybe what your salespeople or marketing people say when they say, well, what's different about EGM? What, what would you say? Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with what you're saying, that it's really hard to compare and contrast us because we are uh, very different. You know, we're, we're certainly out on the cutting and bleeding edge of um, technology and how we apply technology to what we, what we do. We oftentimes joke internally that we're the a segment leader or the segment leader in a segment nobody knows about. So um, what, what I would tell you um, is that, first of all, uh, eGym is a, is a cloud-based open platform ecosystem. Um, and I think there's four pillars to that. Um, but at the center of it, I think, is the member, right? So so much of outside of fitness, so much of what the consumer experiences today 
is a really connected, smart experience. So you need to know, look no further than your cell phone to know, or your, you know, or your Google or um, Alexa to know that they are, they're very connected to what we do every day. And, you know, I wake up in the morning, some morning and they go, Hey, what's the weather today? I have a Google. Um, so, Hey Google, what's, what's the weather? And it tells, and now it kind of gets smarter as it goes along and it knows um, some of the questions I'm going to ask. It knows musical preferences, right? So it's smart. And, and that's really happening um, everywhere. And I think that's where we um, are beginning to really deliver value to the industry and that we're connected and we're smart. So the ecosystem starts with the member um, in a kind of a hub and spoke. Um, and for us, there's, I think there's four pillars. One is our smart strength equipment, uh, which is, you know, we develop, design, uh, manufacture. Our smart cardio integrations with our partners, which we talked about a bit earlier. Um, our open platform partnerships, again, over 150 of those. Um, you know, everyone from the aforementioned ABC Financial, Daxco, MyZone, um, Apple Watch, Fitbit, um, because what we're trying to do is make sure that we're pulling in data that's relevant to the member um, in every place where they're gathering uh, exercise data, right? So that hybrid model that's so popular to be talked about, we want to make sure that we're keeping the member connected to the club in that hybrid model. Um, and then lastly, we talked about the digital component um, and that's the branded member app. That's the trainer app. Those are the pieces that the clubs use. We, we brand, it's a white label, so we brand it for the club. The club then uses that as a, an important touch point. So for, for us, what I think is hugely different other than the open platform, which we talked about is really that ecosystem built around the member um, that allows clubs to deliver real value. Um, and real results. So if I'm, if I'm an operator um, and say I'm a, I'm a new customer, because mm-hmm. um, you mentioned the partnerships that you have. And so, you know, the chances are um, I've already maybe got or work with some of the partners yeah. that you work with. What does that typically, um, I know it's, it's a lot involved, but what does that typically look like for a new customer when they sign on to work with you guys? If you could just give me like a broad overview of what that looks like from an operator perspective. Yeah, so I think I think one of the things that we try to do, Rico, is we go in and try to understand what their business problems are, right? Their pain points. And then what we try to sell, because we have this ecosystem, right? This broad ecosystem that we can apply a bunch of different uh, things to, we really start with, like what issue, what, what are the issues that they're trying to solve? Are they trying to drive, you know, increased memberships? Are they trying to drive, increase their PT revenue? Are they trying to drive more operational efficiency, right? We hear all the time about, you know, staffing challenges that this industry is having. And I think that's very real. Um, how can we help their operation be more efficient so we can either drive revenue per headcount, you know, those kinds of things. So we're, you know, and we're also, in some cases, we're just looking at, hey, is is just differentiation what you're looking for? Like right. we have the latest, you know, what's your demographic? So we're we're in there digging in with them to understand what their problems are, and then we're then we start talking about how we can help, right? How do we help clubs upsell to a higher membership tier? How do we engage with their PT staff in order to leverage what we do to increase PT sales? 
And so it starts for us with those kind of dialogues. Um, and then we're looking at the different pieces of the ecosystem that really apply. And we're also pulling in our partners. So if you're, you know, if you're, you have matrix equipment um, and we can leverage the smart cardio integrations that we've done with them, we certainly want to bring matrix in, into the fold. So for kind of a follow-up to that, so in sure. terms of what I'm actually buying from eGym as a new customer, and I know it, it depends, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to accomplish to your point, but typically <laughs> what am I buying as a new customer from eGym? Yeah, I think, um, so we really have two, two uh, points of entry, let's say for, for eGym. One is the smart strength um, line. So you're buying equipment that we're, um, we're installing on, on the floor. Um, it's connected, it's smart. Um, it, you know, we have a fitness hub, which is one of our, we in a, released last year at URSA, uh, one of our biggest innovations. Um, that's uh, hugely beneficial for smart onboarding. You know, you work with the members to get them set up, pushes that information across the, the line of equipment. And then, you know, when you as a member sit down, it knows who you are once you've been set up and it remembers seat settings, you know, uh, range of motion, what you did the last time, what programs you're on, all that kind of stuff. So that's one point of entry, which is a, a major point of entry for us is the smart strength. Um, the other piece um, through the NetPulse acquisition really becomes a branded member. app. Um, so I'm a club. I don't have a member app that I can you know, provide operational uh, functionality through or you know, drive additional revenue streams, um, you know, help them schedule uh, group exercise classes, that kind of stuff. That's the other point of entry for us. So those are the two main ways that you're gonna start working with eGym. And then, as I said, we'll, we really wanna look at the business and see how we can help. Can we drive from brand and member app, but then make the experience even better for your members by the smart strength and the smart cardio integration. Do we start with smart strength, also incorporate smart cardio, but then look at the brand of member app and the trainer app and how they integrate. Got it. Those are the two pieces, two ways mainly. For the equipment side. So yep. uh, the first thing you talked about, um, as far as the equipment being smart, um, do I have to, as a member of a club, enter a code or how does it remember Rico is, you know, coming back and, you know, he worked out Monday and here's what his preferences are. How, how kind of talk me through that. How does that work? Yeah. The audience probably won't be able to see this, but um, I'm showing you uh, RFID band. Okay. It has eGym on it. This RFID band gives you the access. Got it. So, um, once you have that set up and, and programmed, you just there, there's you just walk up with this RFID band, touch the screen, and it remembers. And you sit down, and it picks up where you left off. And there's a number of modalities within it. There's a whole um, eGym Plus with a bunch of goal setting that you do. But um, that's this is the access to it. Got it. Okay, very good. Um, so going back to the operator side and the whole business case for eGym. Um, how does it typically, I, I know it could be a lot of different things. You mentioned, you mentioned new members, typically how does eGym help an operator as far as bottom line impact typically? 
Yeah, I would say that. Um, so I think I think the the things that we talked about, I'll just kind of reiterate that. I think first of all, the the big one is um, differentiation, right? So if you're an operator that has eGym, you are you've you've created another level, a much higher level of member care. So you're really differentiating, um, and we see that in you know our lifestyle clubs, uh, our nonprofit segments. Um, where you're, you're creating this next member level care. And then as you look at some of the other operation models, let's call it HVLP and others, um, we're really looking at revenue drivers, which would include, you know, upsells. So, you know, you, you have, let's call it three tiers and your top tier, you have access to eGym. And so people are like, hey, instead of, you know, $19.99, $39.99, and here's what you get for it. So there's a lot of upsell membership um, in there. Um, additional operational efficiency, right? Because you can do one-to-many. Um, you can push workout programs from your trainers or your fitness staff. So there's certainly a, the ability to drive additional revenue. And then the last one for us really is trainers. And how do we help trainers become more efficient? The fitness of which I mentioned earlier really is a great assessment tool, right? Because it'll show muscle imbalance. It'll show flexibility imbalances. It'll show a bunch of things. Um, and it's integrated with a lot of the top uh, body uh, body composition analyzers. So you can use that tool as a trainer to really show the progress you're making with clients to help, you know, drive um, initial um, purchase, purchase of packages um, and resigns, things like that. So we think between the membership uh, upgrade sales, um, additional PT revenue, operational efficiencies and product differentiation uh, or, you know, model differentiation. Those are the four things that we really, how we really impact the bottom line. Good. Um, can you share Dana specific examples? And I don't want you to necessarily um, break confidence by mentioning, you know, a specific club or location or anything like that, but um, just in terms of numbers, if, is, is there anything you can quantify from like a success story of someone who you all have worked with, um, you know, before and after each of Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I would I would withhold names and all that sort of stuff because I think that's uh, what we need to do to honor our um, customers. But I would tell you one other area that I think we're beginning to see uh, an impact is this elusive uh, retention issue, right? And so I think for years, as long as I've been around, everyone's been talking about retention. And really, it's been very difficult to move the needle. Um, and one of the things that we're seeing, for example, um, is incredible retention numbers in where people are using Egypt. Um, so for example, we have a new lifestyle club that we're um, probably 90, 120 days into, um, and they're retaining um, from the users, they're retaining like 70 73% of those users um, that are on eGym. Started out at like 93 and has settled in about the 70%. So that's an example, specific numbers that really show the impact that when you get somebody on our equipment in your club, you're keeping them, all right? So that 48% that attrition, you know, the 48% churn number right. drops pretty significantly immediately. Um, so that's just one example. Very good. 
Um, what are maybe some other challenges or trends that um, eGym can help with or, or address for an operator? So things that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I think, um, so I've always said, um, I think data in this industry is a four-letter word, right? <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking about data for so long um, that I, I think that, you know, operators kind of tune out when you use that word. And I think the same is now becoming true of technology um, because it's not so much the ability to have that, it's really how you apply it. That's the most important thing. And if you don't have a strategy for doing that, then I think those are just words, right? That we throw around as an industry. We're like any other industry, right? Buzzwords are all over the place. So for us specifically, I think the some of the challenges that we're addressing, uh, first of all, is having a digital strategy, right? And so COVID, in my opinion, not didn't teach us something new. It accelerated the need for clubs to really have a digital strategy in, inside and outside of their clubs, right? So we are helping clubs position themselves as the go-to for exercise. That doesn't mean that every exercise can be done inside their club, but right. we want to connect the club to everything they're doing. So if I choose to do my cardio, which I think we're seeing more and more of outside of the club through the Apple watch or through the brand of member app or whatever, we want that connected to the club. Um, so having a strategy around how you become digital, and I don't mean just throwing up some, you know, YouTube videos on a group X class, but having a real strategy is an area where we're, we're helping clubs a lot. Um, so that whole digitalization and what that looks like is a big thing. The other thing is that there's a lot of different technologies out there, right? There, I mean, we have 150 partners that mm -hmm. are technology-driven partners, mainly. Um, we got to find a way to pull those together, right? So, so using API technology, creating real partnerships, creating a platform that we can pull together disparate technologies, I think is another huge challenge um, that we're we're right in the middle of, right? We're doing probably more of it than anybody else. But it's important because clubs know that they need a variety of technologies, but they're afraid of how do we pull those together and will they work in concert and harmony as opposed to disparate? That's a huge trend. And that's one I think we do a great, a good job of tackling and constantly looking to do better. The last one that I would, um, I would talk about is when you, when you bring um, new types of equipment like eGym in, you know, there's workflow, change management processes within the club that naturally have to change. Um, and I think that's a big part of it. We have a customer success team that we're helping clubs with those, that kind of change management. So it's change management, education, training. Um, where I've seen technology, really good technology fail over the years is that they just put it in and they go, well, this is the best technology you've got. This will be successful. Don't worry about it. And then clubs go, wait, wait, wait. Um, so that's the other piece is how do you help continue to improve the processes and workflows and enable change management as the industry changes. And I think we're, again, something we do really well, customer success team um, is a big part of it for us. And if there was one thing you would want our listeners to know, and, and, you, and you've covered a lot of ground, but if there was one thing that you think is maybe the biggest 
either unknown about EGM or maybe a misperception about you guys, if there was one thing you wanted them to know, what would that be? Yeah, I think, I think the end of my answer actually leads to my answer here. And that is that we're not just a technology company that provides like this cool new, you know, smart strength that no one's seen before. We're really a partner um, in helping clubs drive towards connected, smart uh, fitness. So for us, it's less about, hey, here's our product, buy it, good luck. And more about, hey, here's our product. How does it help you solve problems? So for us, we really believe in being a strategic partner and working really closely to solve problems um, because what we don't want is our product to become, you know, either gathering dust or a place for members to lay their towels while they're doing something else. Right. Uh, so I think <clears throat> that's probably the biggest thing that we really focus on is our strategic selling approach and our strategic solutions um, and working together as partners for your, as an operator, your business model, not the other guys who say, oh, it works over here. So let's just throw it in and hope and pray. So that's probably the biggest thing that we're, that we believe is a strength of ours and something we're trying to deliver to the industry. Okay. What about future plans? Maybe short term, uh, what are the plans for EGM and then longer term, what are, what are the plans? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, well, I think there's, there's several things, right? From, from a short term, you know, we really want to continue to grow um, our business, right? Our customer base in North America. Um, we're committed to, um, you know, North American headquarters in Denver and kind of building out <clears throat> a showroom there. So short term, we're really continuing that evolution. Um, but I think from a product perspective, what we're trying to do is really work on how do we continue to motivate? How do we continue to engage? How do we continue to drive like real uh, results? Um, and so as we innovate, we're innovating around the member, but thinking about how for us, we believe member success equals operator success. So if you're gonna be a successful operator, the best way to do that is through delivering real results for members. So we think you continue use of AI, to uh, create prescriptive workouts, um, individualization and personalization. So, you know, what I want to do when I'm on the floor is different, Rico, from what you want to do. And so the more we could do that, um, we love the idea of continue, uh, tending to gamify um, the experience. So making it a little bit of fun. Um, and I think, you know, our screens and our circuit and some of the things we're doing there. Um, and, we want to continue to create this open ecosystem, this open platform. So as other partners come in, um, we're able to leverage that technology to improve the experience. So, um, and I think the last thing probably is, we, from a corporate wellness, right? And from the, the holy grail, I think that's out there that we've always been talking about is how do we create wellness and how do we, tie that into, you know, the payer world and how do we help corporations deliver a better result there? And I think we continue to look at that as interesting, a nice opportunity long-term. We have some partners who also feel that way um, because if we can really be part of the solution, um, which let's face it, exercise is really a huge part of the solution. COVID showed us that, 
Um, and we want to be part of that. That's the bigger, you know, more holy grail down the, the road kind of thing. Um, what else would I tell you? So that's the big one. Yeah, I think I think those are the things that we're looking at short term. How do we personalize the member experience? How do we create more value for our operators, more configurable, customized workout experiences? So I'm delivering it as my, you know, as as Dana's gym, not eGym. Um, and then how do we continue to look at that landscape and play a bigger role in overall wellness, both corporate and you know, hopefully medical at some point down the road. What's the best way for our listeners to contact you or the company? They want more information. So um, www.egym.com backslash us. Um, they can also, uh, my email address is Dana, D-A-N-A dot Milky, M-I-L-K-I-E at egym.com. Um, my cell phone number is 206-601-8971. I'm always open to taking calls. We also have, I think it's sales at egymus.com and there's a number of ways. Um, our website has a ton of information. So that's always a, a first place for people to look, but they can certainly reach out to me directly if they want. Dana, you're a brave guy. I don't think, uh, I think you're the first person to ever give out their cell phone number. So uh... yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I, it, it's either brave or stupid. I'm not sure which, but we'll find out. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> if, if, yeah. Hey, if we get any, if we get a new customer out of this, then it was the smartest thing I, smart thing I did. There you go. <laughs> Dana, thanks for joining me on the Club Solutions podcast today. I wish you continued success in the future. Awesome. Thank you, Rico. I, I appreciate the time to chat. It was very enjoyable.